0: none maria <síntic> ja no <síntic> <síntic> pues ven que veure diu menjej dia fa ja 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 ja
1: Welcome to Ibithology, a new podcast celebrating the culture and history of the island of Ibiza. I'm Bill Beecham, an Ibiza-based journalist, and in each podcast I will interview Ibithans who are contributing in some way to the life and culture of this diverse island. In this episode, you'll meet Canon Francisco Peter Torres, Rector of San Antonio and Keeper of the Church Archive next to Ibiza Cathedral in Villa. He's an expert in church history and the perfect person to describe the development of Christianity here. Many of Ibiza's churches are masterpieces of design, with metres-thick fortified walls, making them seem more like fortresses. Indeed, older churches, such as the one in the village of San Miguel, became refuges for the local population when marauding pirates invaded the island. Canon Peters believes Christianity arrived here in the 3rd or early 4th centuries, brought here by Roman invaders. During the Moorish period Christians were enslaved and it was only after the Catalan conquest of 1235 that the religion returned permanently. The cathedral in Villa, where we recorded the interview is the site of the island's first church thought to be on the site of a previous mosque. A first wave of church building was interrupted by the arrival of the Black Death in the 14th century. When the island's population was decimated. It resumed with further periods of building in the 15th and 18th centuries. At the end of the interview Canon Peters shows us some important pieces in the museum including a relic believed to be a piece of the true cross. Finally we cross the road to the archive where I'm shown a manuscript from the Spanish Inquisition in Ibiza plus an old herbal by Linnaeus. Let's join Canon Peters now, inside the cathedral. Well, it's good to meet you, Canon Peters. You're the, uh, not the vicar, the rector Rector. Rector. of uh, San Antonio. And uh, I'd like to start off just by asking you, can you explain to me why your history, really? Why, what's your connection to Ibiza?
0: Well, I was born here. <laughs> yes. Your, your 51 years ago, I was born here. My father was from Ibiza, from the town, and my mother was English. Okay. Well, he's English. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yeah. And was she just traveling in Ibiza? Uh, well, yes. She came for a holiday and she came again and she stayed. And she fell in love. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And uh, you, why, why did you choose? To go into the church? Well it's uh, a bit difficult to to explain but uh, you feel an attraction and uh, you are in the church of course uh, and you cooperate with your parish and all that and and, well the moment came that I I decided to go to the seminary and and try. Okay
1: so you were you were already as a child you were going to church. Oh yes, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. yes, yes, frequently. Mm. Okay,
1: and, and why are you interested in the history of Ibiza?
0: Well, uh, both my parents uh, were guides, official guides, and uh, we had a lot of uh, books uh, at home uh, about history, and uh, I don't know, I, I began to read and, and to get interested in, in the history of Ibiza. Mm.
1: So could, could we just talk a bit about the history of the church in Ibiza, mm-hmm. maybe could you go back right to the start and tell me when did Christianity arrive here?
0: Well we don't know for cert- certain but uh, I believe it arrived uh, perhaps in the third century or beginning of the fourth century uh, because Ibiza was very well connected as you know with uh, Carthage is, is it the name, <laughs> in the north of Africa, and Rome, so um, very, very, well, I, I believe it came, Christianity came right here um, about uh, the 3rd century or, or, or so. That's very early. That's very early. Yes. But of course we have uh, Christianity in the 3rd century in the other part of Spain, in, in places like, I don't know... Uh, León or places like that. So, why not in Ibiza? Yeah. So, it, 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 which
1: which of the invaders brought Christianity here then? Well, Romans uh, most likely. Yeah. The okay. Romans. Okay. Mm. And are there any? Is there any evidence of of that? Early uh, uh, yes, there is
0: uh, archaeological evidence. Uh, well, from the fourth century early fourth century onward. Yeah.
1: Uh, is there evidence of church building from that
0: era? Uh, a bit later, uh, um, perhaps uh, 5th, 6th century, but of course in the 5th century we know we had a bishop uh, called Vincent, so of course if uh, there was a bishop here, uh, there were churches of course.
1: And do, do we know much about that bishop or what he did here? Uh, not really, no. no. <laughs> do, do, do we know that that Christianity had spread across the whole island?
0: Well, uh, no, we don't know that. Uh, probably the Christianity uh, well, uh, was introduced uh, very slowly and uh, uh, many pagan uh, beliefs uh, remained here for a while.
1: So w- they would have run next to each other? Yes,
0: yes. But, but I, I would say in the 6th century where we have a Christian island already.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then of course with the arrival of the Moors,
0: everything changed? Oh yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that, that, of course, is in the 10th century, beginning of the 10th century. So, and uh, we think we are not sure, but we think that uh, some Christians remain here in the island. So, uh, yeah.
1: So, throughout the the Moorish period, they were permitted
0: to continue? Mm, I don't know if permitted, but uh, but of course, there there were many uh, slaves, Christian slaves, we know that for certain. And of course, perhaps some free Christians. uh,
1: Okay, and and then, when the Moors were here, did they take over what churches existed here? convert them into mosques?
0: Well, we, we don't know that uh, either. But uh, we believe that the, the, well, this very place, the cathedral, uh, we believe it was a, a mosque before a church. And probably before a mosque, it was a, a church too. So, okay. Yes, that's what happened in Cordoba or many other places in the mainland. Uh, yes, the sacred place was always uh, occupied by the sacred, uh, by the religion. That, right. uh, that came with the uh, invaders. Yeah. So
1: are, are there any signs in the fabric of this building of it being first a church? and then? No, no, no.
0: Archaeology couldn't uh, find anything. Uh, yeah. Okay. So then
1: uh, I suppose we, we need to jump forward to the Catalan conquest which is when Christianity arrived for good. Yeah. And that was what, 12... 1235. 1235. Yeah. Was Christianity then immediately spread across the island. Do you know?
0: Oh, uh, well, yes, of course. <laughs> they, they, because they <laughs> e- they
1: ejected the. They
0: ejected or the well uh, submitted the the moors and uh, and people from uh, from Catalonia began to to, to come here and colonize. <laughs> that's the, that's the word. <laughs> okay.
1: And were, were the moors allowed to live as slaves or
0: uh, as slaves? Country? Yes, but yeah. not uh, as free men.
1: And so, how did that colonization proceed, in terms of the churches?
0: Well, uh, the, the first thing they did, uh, well, the conquerors, when they, they came here, uh, they, they established the, this church. That was a promise before they came here. They said, well, if we, if we conquer the, the islands, we will uh, establish a church. And, and that's what they did, uh, 15 days after the conquest, they, they established the church of St. Mary's Church now the cathedral, and, uh, and with uh, five uh, priests to attend the, the people. And after that uh, many other priests came and uh, well, many people from the mainland to, to, to live here. Do you know how long it took to build the cathedral? Well, we don't know really, because the, the first uh, church, it wasn't a cathedral, it was a parish church. Uh, one parish for Ibiza and Formentera, yeah? yeah. and it, uh, it, the first church was the old mosque, we believe it was the, uh, the old mosque, and uh, they began to to build the the apse of the church, and, uh, and after that uh, it took uh, about 300 years
1: to, <laughs> to complete. Mm-hmm. So was it completely, I mean this is a big building, so mm-hmm. was it, Completely rebuilt at some uh, absolutely, stage.
0: Absolutely, yes, yes, yeah, completely.
1: Mm. Could could we run through then how how Christianity was spread across the island or the the, the building of churches? How did that happen?
0: Well, that uh, that uh, well, it was a very slow slow pro- process. Yes, uh, the first uh, church, as we said, uh, said is uh, Santa Maria, uh, this uh, this church. After that, uh, very soon and. Uh, monks, Augustinian monk, monks, uh, uh, established in Formentera, La Mola, uh, uh, a very small monastery, uh, and uh, that's Santa Maria de Formentera, and um, af- after that, uh, we don't know the precise, uh, yeah, but uh, Santa Eulalia is built, a small chapel. Uh, to attend uh, the people from that area up on the hill where it is now. No, oh. uh, the, 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 what they call the Iglesia Vieja, uh, the, the old, the old church. Yes, right. that was destroyed in the fifteenth century, and they changed the place and all that. Um, and in thirteen o five, they they built. Well, they begin to build uh, San Antonio. Uh, so. That's the 14th century, and of course, in the village, uh, we have other chapels and churches built in the 14th century too. San Salvador, uh, La Esperanza, um, or small chapels. Uh,
1: how did they get the money together or, or organize the labour to build these churches?
0: Well, uh, well, different sources, of course. Uh, on one hand, the, 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 the tithes where people had to pay thanks to the church, on the other hand donations and um, things like that. Yes.
1: And the, and the labour, I've been reading at Emily Kaufman's histories uh, from, from the magazine articles, mm-hmm. she, she writes that um, the people were, were expected to donate their labour as well. Like one, well one it,
0: uh, yes but that that was much later in the 18th century when the when the paris churches began to to it, it, their, their existence uh, as such, yes yeah
1: so after those early churches were built was mm-hmm. there then a a, a gap before well, this
0: wave well uh, yes there was because of course um, we have the the mid uh, 14th century we have the black death and oh. that uh, means a port in the and uh, and when we and the, we begin to flourish again in the 15th century, when San Telmo and in the in the port is is built and, and many other churches yes um, San Jordi uh, Jesus uh, San Miguel all these churches and um we, they they rebuilt uh santa eulalia and uh san antonio as fortresses
1: okay yes. and what, why do they need to do that
0: well because there, there are constant attacks uh, from north africa and from the moorish mainland because uh, remember that granada and uh, malaga Almeria, all that was uh, still uh, moorish so we, uh, the, the of, uh, we had constant attacks from, from pirates and raids and all that. Yeah. So,
1: are there particular part, aspects of the design of the churches which uh, make, make them very strong? I know the walls are thick. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that the
0: main thing? Well, yes, thick walls uh, to protect. Uh, there were already cannons and artillery in all those days, so they had to, they needed thick walls and tall walls. And uh, basically, they, they needed the, uh, a place to 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 hide and to uh, a refuge. And they 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 weren't uh, castles or such, but a uh, refuge. Did yeah. they have like a, a? Did they make sure they had a water supply, for example? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, in San Antonio, for instance, we have a well inside the church. Right. We have a great cistern in in San Jordi. Uh, yeah. And oh, so they, they needed uh, water for perhaps three or four days. Uh, yeah. And they would have to
1: store food, I suppose. Uh, yes. Did they have yes. ovens for baking as well? No, no, Absolutely. not really, no, no. Okay. Great. So then um, there's a, a wave of churches being built after the Black Death. Mm-hmm. And then did that just carry on gradually until we get up to the number we have now?
0: Uh, yes, yes, because we, we have an... Uh, other churches at the beginning of the 18th century, San Josep, San Juan, uh, San Francisco, and Formentera. Uh, and after that, uh, uh, late 18th century, we, we have the, the other churches built uh, when the parishes are established. Yeah.
1: And was there a gradual, I mean, who, who decided that they needed to build it? a new church in a particular place? Well,
0: uh, The people uh, living in the area asked permission to the uh, Archbishop because we depended from Tarragona so the Archbishop uh, Once every, I don't know, uh, century or or so, came here and they asked permission, and he granted the permission, and they they began to to construct the the church, with the help of the local authorities, of course, because they they needed uh, lots of money, and this money usually came from the the salt, the the salt, salt trade. Yeah. So
1: the um, so the local people previously you would have to walk a long way to get to church. And is, mm. is that the main reason that they wanted a
0: local church? Yes, of course. People uh, lived uh, scattered in the, in the country, so uh, just imagine if you have a funeral, for instance, and, and you live in, in Santa Gertrudis, and you have to bring the, the corpse, and, and uh, all the people have to come here for the ceremony to, to the, well the, the cathedral so they, they needed some, some somewhere
1: nearer okay and then in terms of the the locations of the churches i've, I've read it that there's sometimes there was some conflict about some people want the church in one place and some people want it in another place mm-hmm. Yes. are you aware of a lot of disagreements? Uh,
0: not a lot of them, but uh, there were disagreements in San Agustín, for instance. They wanted, well, one wanted the church on his side, and the other wanted on his side. So the bishop had to the, to decide. Yeah. And
1: they and then they they just had a had an argument and yeah, sort decide. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you roughly how long it takes to build a church.
0: Well, it depends on the, <laughs> uh, well, it depends uh, on the church. I mean, some churches were built very swiftly and, and others uh, took a, a long time because all those disagreements and perhaps the people were, weren't so devout as the others. So, uh, some churches took, uh, I don't know, perhaps five or six, ten years and, and others uh, much longer. Uh, and, and it's, it's not o- only building the the. The edifice but the, the, well furnishing it and, and all that uh, the, and that uh, w- was very costly so people had to uh, yeah.
1: and then paying for the the priest to the salary for the priest yes of I course yeah. yeah yeah maybe um could you just talk to me a bit about how important the church is through the years uh, in people's lives mm-hmm. I, I get the feeling as a catholic country that it's it's very important to this day, in a lot
0: of people's lives. Well, uh, well, it it was uh, certainly in, in former days, but uh, uh, it still is for many uh, nowadays. And uh, well, uh, it, it, it's uh, the importance in in Ibiza is double, if, uh, if I may say, because of course the church was. Um, on one hand had the spiritual authority, and on the other hand had the economical and political authority because the Archbishop was the, um, the lord of the, of the island, of most of it. Uh, one quarter was the king, but the, the other three quarters uh, was the Archbishop so uh, he was the law <laughs> in the island in, in all yeah. senses yeah. And, uh, and of course that uh, that inter- until the early 19th century where even the bishop of Ibiza was the, the lord of, uh, of the island. So how, d- how did that happen? How did the church
1: manage to be the lord over
0: three-quarters of the island? Because the conqueror of the island was an, arch- an archbishop that's uh, the archbishop of Tarragona so he came with his. He paid the the troops. He he gathered all the, all the the well necessary things to 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 conquest the the island. So he he was granted by the king this uh, lordship, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. And what happened
1: to that? You said that changed in the end. So the church doesn't any longer.
0: Uh, no, since the well uh, new laws in the 19th century, uh, the government uh, well. Uh, so talk all the uh, all those. Uh, well, I don't like to uh, to to talk about privileges because they, they were not privileges. But they 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 all, it all changed in the 19th century yes, with the new constitution and all that.
1: So then the land the land became privately owned. That's it. Yes.
0: Yes. Sold. Sold so, off. Well sold. No, the 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 the, 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 um, the people who lived on those. Uh, uh, well. Uh, Houses and uh, lands, so they they just uh, well they, they 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 remained remained there and they didn't have to pay any more. Okay, <laughs> for um, it.
1: Yeah. Could could we talk a bit about some of the characters, the bishops, for mm-hmm. example? Could you tell me about? I know I know in Ibiza for a long time there was no bishop, and the and the people wanted the the to to create a bishopry. Mm-hmm. So how, how did that happen?
0: Well, uh, it was a difficult process, yes, because of course uh, the, the lord of the island, as I said, was the archbishop from Tarragona, so they they they, they didn't want to they, they wanted to, to, to remain lords of the of the of the island. So we couldn't have a, our own bishop uh, until the Pope decided um, in the in 1782 that it was about time to <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to have a bishop and, uh, and he just uh, segregated uh, the island from tarragona and created uh, the first bishop manuel abadi la sierra right yeah. and that first bishop um did, did he achieve a lot oh yes and uh, he didn't stay here for many years but uh, he was a very intelligent and very, very, well, a very good man. So he, yes, he did a lot. He organized uh, the diocese, and and uh, not only the, the spiritual matters, but uh, the, well, he promoted agriculture, uh, industry, uh, many things. He was an um, enlightenment. So, so this
1: was the age of the enlightenment. Yes. And he was an enlightenment yeah,
0: man. Man, absolutely right. yes. uh, What kind of
1: improvements did he make to the, you know, the agriculture or the industry? Yeah. Well. Uh,
0: he he brought many well promoted uh, uh, some crops and, uh, and he he brought people here well skilled uh, ag- 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 peasants from from Majorca, from the mainland to to to, 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 improve, to improve all improve. that, yes, all that yeah. uh,
1: did did he was this the bishop who introduced a lot of uh, vineyards and new, and new contacts of vineyards,
0: uh, almond trees, uh, what else? Well, many, many other things, yeah.
1: Are there any other interesting characters that you'd like to tell me about?
0: Uh, well, <laughs> we could talk a uh, lot about <laughs> many other bishops. What about
1: um, Basilio Antonio Car- Carrasco? Carrasco, yes.
0: Yeah. Well, he was the, the last bishop in the 19th century and he stayed here for a long, very long time because he refused to leave the, the island because he knew if he left the island the, the, we would lose the bishop uh, forevermore. So he, they wanted him to be the Archbishop of Valencia, etc. And, and he refused to, to leave and, and he died here. And he was a saintly man and, uh, and well, he, he helped a lot, uh, especially the poor and, uh, and the needy. Mm.
1: It, uh, and uh, what about uh, Is- Isidore, let me pronounce this correctly, Maccabeech. Maccabeech. well,
0: yes. he was a, a canon, he, my, my predecessor as an archivist in, <laughs> in, the, in the cathedral, and, um, well, a very intelligent man, um, and a uh, very good writer, and uh, he did a lot for, for the history in Ibiza.
1: He, did he help to organize the archive? Well, not
0: really. He was—he uh, wasn't uh, a model of archivist. I would say he was very messy, mess, messy man. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, but he he did uh, study uh, the papers and uh, well w- all the documents and and yes, and he 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 put order in in that sense. Yeah, when, when he wrote about the history of Ibiza, he did a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, did you meet him? I'm not sure. No, you know. no, no, no. He died in 1971. I was very, very <laughs> yeah. young then. Yes. Great, thank you.
1: Uh, c- could you tell me anything ab-
0: about your role as the archivist? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, uh, many things. <laughs> uh, we, well, of course, we, we put all the uh, books, papers, uh, and we, we gather new uh, information for, for the future. And, uh, well, we attend uh, the investigators that come to the archive to, to search for, for well, for some information. Um, uh, what, uh, how old are the documents? How far do you go back? Well, the oldest document, uh, we believe, is, is uh, well, a charter, and it's 1234, just before okay. the conquest.
1: Mm. That's ancient. Yeah, yeah.
0: Some periods are, are difficult because the, 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 the documents are lost, but uh, some periods are very, very well uh, documented, and you, you can do a lot about the, that history. Oh,
1: what are you working on at the moment?
0: Oh, many yeah, things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the 17th century now. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. And what what uh, what aspects of the of the history? Uh, is uh,
0: well, uh, I'm trying to. Um, Well, to 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 write, uh, I I want to write an article about the devotions in, uh, in those uh, those sixteenth, seventeenth century
1: devotions. Yeah, what does that mean?
0: Well, that means uh, well well, the the the. the, hmm. The religious uh, feelings of the people. Uh, well, if, if they pray to Saint Anthony or they pray to uh, other saints and uh, the the the, uh, the 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 feasts, the masses, all all those things they they, they offered because that was uh, we, we had things like that on a, on a daily basis here. So and they were very very important for the people. Then and uh, well, uh, if you study the, the wills, for instance, you can see. The, the money they left for masses and, uh, and uh, fe- festivals and all that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm always amazed, since moving to Ibiza, how many festivals there are and how many Saints' Days. Yeah.
0: Like I have a calendar and it's yeah. got, it
1: seems like every day there's a Saints' Day.
0: Well, nothing uh, nowadays, if you compare with the 17th century, <laughs> it's nothing, <laughs> almost nothing. Else. Yeah.
1: The churches are all named after saints. Mm-hmm. How do they decide which saints to name?
0: Well, uh, some churches were there before, of course, uh, as as we said, uh, in the 13th, 14th century. And when the bishop came, he said, Well, this one we will dedicate to this saint, and this one we will dedicate to the others. Uh, It was also uh, the bishop's choice. Bishop's choice.
1: Uh, Um, Was there ever an argument with the local people about the choice? No,
0: no, No. not at all, as far as I know. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
1: Have we got time to just have a quick look around? The cathedral, or do you yes, need to get? Yes, there? yes, That would yes, be
0: great. Yes, thank sure. you. This is the 14th-century tabernacle and monstrance, and it's one off. <laughs> it's the oldest in Spain and perhaps in Europe. What? What is and a tabernacle? Uh, well, uh, where you. Um, you, well, you it's, uh, it's, a, it's a very Catholic thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you put something inside but, it? Yes,
0: a host, a consecrated host.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you, it's where it's stored?
0: Uh, that's it. It's so stored. It... Or, uh, or, or in, in some, some festivities you, you have a, a monstrance on, on the top.
1: To, to show the, the, the consecrated host. So, is there a door somewhere? Yes, along? yes. It, it's it's an extraordinarily um, sort of intricate design. Mm-hmm. And how how has that survived all these years? I wonder.
0: Well, um, my theory is that we were too poor to to change and to to make another one. So. Uh, we we were rich enough in the 14th century to afford something like this. Uh, the, only the very important churches had something like this, and uh, of course, uh, 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 in the well uh, following centuries, uh, well, they they, they obviously uh, cared about it, and uh, and uh, we didn't have enough money to make another one. So <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, I know. As I say, it's it's uh, well. One off uh, it's mm. it 's kind of extraordinary, mm. thank you. What other highlights are there uh, well perhaps uh, the the local jewelry the women wear, and of course sometimes they they gave their jewelry to the virgin as a as a gift, okay. as a promise.
1: This looks very familiar to me. You see, mm. when they're
0: done d- by P- Pagès. Yeah, mm, that's correct. This shape yeah. of yeah. jewellery that yes. they wear. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, it, uh, yeah. so the, is this, um, re- this is religious, obviously? Is there, oh, yes, uh, yes, of course. They yeah. always wear the cross and uh, this medallion with uh, a saint or a virgin or whatever. Mm. Of course, we have 18th century, 19th century jewellery here.
1: I wonder and, I wonder uh, what uh,
0: this is... Uh, also a very, very important piece, this simple ring here. Uh, this is 7th century. 7th, that's yeah. ancient. Uh, and it's uh, some Christian in Ibiza wore it. Wilfred. It's Wilfred. A, it, yeah, that's um, by a Visigothic name and it's, it has a, its inscription and it's uh, also a very important piece. Uh, do, you, do you know where they found th- these pieces? Uh, yes uh, this one was found where um, the thereabouts? <laughs> well um, <auto-cances, laughs> relicaries uh, yes. all these things.
1: Uh, so f- are there any relics here of um, pieces of saints' bodies and that kind of yes, thing? Yes, 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 many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> some on display, some on the yeah, we have here multiple reliquary with uh, tiny little bits of uh, bones and robes. Do do, and, do, you, do you know which are these from saints or? Yeah, well, you, you have the inscriptions there. You can't read them from here, but yeah. uh, one of them of them is uh, well. The, 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 so they said it's uh, Saint George's. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. well. mm. do Do you think that
1: these are truly these these body? Well.
0: Parts? Uh, it's uh, very likely, but uh, it, it's not the, um, the thing that matters really. <laughs> you see, I think it mattered yeah.
1: more in, in years gone past. Mm,
0: yes, but uh, I mean the devotion isn't about uh, objects. Objects yeah. are just—I uh, don't know. It's—it's uh, it's like uh, having a photograph of your grandmother, mother, or something like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> It's not the real thing, it's just uh, something to rem- remind you and then to... Uh,
1: yes, to focus on. Yeah, focus on. That's yes. it. Is that the bishop's... Um, um, yes, staff. Or staff. Rose, yeah. Is that the one that he still uses?
0: Uh, well, it, it, this one belongs to uh, the Bishop of Carrasco, where you mentioned uh, earlier.
1: And were they, before the museum was built, were, were these pieces all stored? Somewhere else in an archive? As
0: yes, in the sacristy, or. Well, something has come from the parishes. They don't use them anymore, or are too valuable to, to have them there. So, okay. so we, we brought them here to, to show and display. There's some huge
1: old Bibles here. Mm-hmm. And is that organ music? Uh,
0: not organ music, that's uh, plain chant music.
1: Yeah. I gather you're a good
0: organist as well. No, not right. Really. <laughs> And uh, as for relics, the, the, the main relic here is the, um, the true cross. That's uh, those uh, two... That in the middle there? Yeah, that's a piece of the cross. Of a cross. So, uh, okay. so it was here in the 15th century, early 15th century. And it's, uh, it's believed to, to be a relic of the true cross. And this one here used to, to have a, a thorn. On the crown of thorns, wow. yeah, but that was lost in the nineteenth century.
1: Do they ever take out, take the relics out and carbon yes. test uh, them, or, or try? Oh, try?
0: Te- no, well, not test them now. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to test them. <laughs> As I say, they are just uh, symbolic. Symbolic, uh, yeah. yeah. Here we have uh, important paintings. Uh, uh, well, those there are. Early 14th century and uh, a bit war- worn off, but uh, these here are uh, middle 15th century, Valentino de and one of the best, best um, painters in, in this part of Spain in those, in those days beautiful, so, yeah a lot of gold uh, yeah, gold leaf, gold leaf, mm-hmm. but the painting is very, very good. must be very valuable, priceless <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> put a price on that. That, that's what remains of a, a, a big altar in, in the cathedral in the 15th century. Okay, it used to be much bigger and, and many other paintings, I, I suppose, but uh, only these have survived. Okay. Was it
1: was a lot destroyed in the civil war?
0: Uh, did they protect it? Well, not a lot here in the cathedral. Some some things, some very val- valuable things were lost, but uh, fortunately, uh, most of the objects were were kept here and, and survived. Not uh, we can't say the thing. The, the same thing in, in other churches where everything, absolutely, the archives, everything were uh, burnt uh, to a crisp. <laughs> no, such a shame.
1: Yeah. When's the museum open to the public?
0: Uh, well, from let's say April to October, more or less. Okay, and so we are trying to open not all year, but of course. Uh, uh, no income, so okay. we, we need to... ¿El museo arqueológico está cerrado? El arqueológico, este de aquí de Dalvila, está cerrado, pero si van al del al de la necrópolis, eh, ese está abierto y es una maravilla. O sea que les aconsejo vale. vivamente que no se lo pierdan.
1: Pues muchísimas ¿Eh? gracias. Muy bien, no
0: hay de qué well, this is a, uh, an important piece as a font, and it's uh, the original font uh, that came with the conquerors in the 13th century. Goodness. Mm. Very rough, uh, still a Romanesque piece. It's, it's, it's big. Yeah, because they used to baptize.
1: Oh, total immersion.
0: Immersion, yes. It was like this until the 16th century here in, in this area. So they, they needed a very big font.
1: That's amazing.
0: This is um, what remains of the Gothic uh, part of the church. And, uh, and, of course, it was rebuilt in early 18th century. So the Gothic uh, uh, needed to, to baroque. Okay. <laughs> Poor baroque, because uh, they didn't have much money in those days. So they did what they could.
1: So this part of the is this the oldest part of the yes yes, building? yes. this is the and the uh, high altar.
0: That this is the high altar. Yes, and uh, as a matter of fact, we have um, the medieval wall un- under the the altar, mm. and all that part there is is, is uh, uh, well on the uh, on the outside of the of the wall because they, they needed more space, so they had to uh, to build uh, on the other side. Of so the
1: original wall. church was in that section.
0: Uh, no, Amen. as a matter of fact, but the original church in the yeah. 13th century was from here. There. Okay, and narrower and uh, and uh, lower, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they added this this um, part in the 14th century, and and then began to, to build all all this part. Yes. Okay. And as I say, in the 18th century they <laughs> pulled all down, and well, not all. They they left that bit there, and then they rebuilt it in the Baroque style.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a very peaceful place. Yeah. <laughs> these are different saints,
0: are they? Yes, St. Peter. One curiosity is that these doors are solid mahogany. Right. It's expensive, very expensive, and, and imported uh, from from Cuba, I suppose, in the yeah. in the early nineteenth century. It's solid ma- mahogany. Yeah, yeah you that's see that's the thickness <laughs> of that. We couldn't <laughs> afford this now, no. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, I, I I believe mahogany in those days was uh, not not cheap, but um, yeah. not very expensive either. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is there any chance I could see inside the archive? Oh, or yes, are people yes. Studying yes. Well,
0: there? there are people there, but no problem. How long has the archive been in this building? Since 1970, something. It was in the in the cathedral before. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yes. Hola, buenos días.
0: Bien, gracias. Bien, gracias. Investigando genealogía.
1: Sí. Ah, <laughs> qué qué tipo de uh, documentos? Uh, padrones. Padrones. Mm. ¿Qué es padrones?
0: Uh, I don't la <laughs>
1: Like uh, taxes. Uh,
0: no, 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 taxes no, not this one. Uh, <laughs> un inscripción, sì, dove vivían, ma iscrizione vivían in un anno determinato.
1: Senso. Ah, sensor. senza. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, who's the bishop
0: now? The bishop is uh, Vicente Juan.
1: And d- he, does he worship here
0: in the yes, cathedral. Yes, he lives up here. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh, going see. into the this looks like a protected area.
0: Well, it is. Mm. This is all uh, books and parchment and wow. old documents.
1: Is it con- the temperature controlled and, mm. and uh, humidity? Humidity, yeah. too. Yeah. That, this looks
0: really old. Yes, and uh, a bit shabby. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a restoration. Some of the documents uh, need a restoration, of course, but many are in almost pristine condition. I mean, you can read them. That's parchment. This yeah. one. This is 1330-something, so I suppose, uh, and it's uh, almost.
1: And that's written in Latin.
0: Uh, Latin, sometimes in Catalan, but most of them in Latin. Right. Yeah, most of them. Uh, for other documents, uh, such as books, on that uh, usually Catalan. Right. And uh, from the 19th century uh, onwards. Uh, uh, Castellano,
1: Castellano. Castellano. Mm. Okay. And if if people want to study in the archive, mm-hmm. uh, what do they? How do they? They come to see you? Do they, they? come to see me and yeah. ask uh, yeah.
0: what what they want and uh, yeah. we have it or we, uh, they can have it? And, uh, <laughs> do yeah. you
1: have um, some sort of, uh, university students looking at not, in n- history?
0: Not rarely. No, no. That's uh, I can't understand why. Because uh, <laughs> uh, no, not 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 many. Mm.
1: No. So who are the main? People investigating history of Ibiza.
0: Well, uh, small history. Uh, we have uh, people studying their family tree and all that. but yes. um the History in the proper sense of, uh, of the term. No, we don't. We don't get many. No. Oh. One or two every year, perhaps. Maybe we need. And to of th- course, I, I, yes. uh, I study and I, I, I write uh, sometimes. Yes.
1: Have you published many uh, articles or oh, books? Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. I usually publish uh, twice a year or, or so.
1: And this, this thing moves, does it? Yes. We have. Do you do you have any
0: idea how many documents, documents. there are? Uh, this is a, well, a popular subject, Inquisition, in Ibiza. Oh, okay. Not too terrible. And uh, then we have... printed books um, many of them very very rare and valuable
1: so, so these are books about Ibiza or just no in no, no no no
0: no some, some of them are not and some are, uh, most of them aren't yeah. do you have anything like old herbals of uh, yes yes that kind yes of thing? yes we have uh, let's see linneo de botanica these are all the 18th century um, botanical books Presumably, the first bishop uh, bought them for the seminary. And you mm-hmm. have al- al- is a picture. And in- yeah, this is Yerba Luisa in Spanish, Aloisia in Latin. What age are these then? Uh, well, there's a uh, 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 1784. 84. And well, many science books uh, they began to study. Uh, Theological books, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, liturgical books. Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Are there separate church records for births and deaths in the parishes?
0: Like, mm, yes. Was it all here mainly? Well, the, the older records are here. Of course, uh, for studying matters, you keep them here. But uh, churches keep, uh, usually keep uh, 100 years uh, of records or so. Yeah, and the others are for historians, yeah. Okay, and we have them here from 1527 onwards. Thank you so much for showing
1: me around well, and explaining welcome. about the history <laughs> of the Church.
0: Yeah. It's a pleasure. Mm-hmm. No more than when we were young. 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 We
1: This haunting song was recorded in San Jose in the 1950s in Ibiza. It's called Bon Amor, Joe et Venk Aver, which roughly translates as Good Love, I'll Come See You. It's part of the Alan Lomax collection at the American Folklife Center in the Library of Congress. It's used courtesy of the Association for Cultural Equity. <laughs>
0: passam as tengas boca porque não